Welcome to Unconditionally You podcast, the podcast that helps you expand the possibilities for your life and gives you practical tools and ideas to live at your full potential. I am Alex Wheeler, Certified Life Coach, and I will help you to reconnect to who you truly are and what really matters for you, not for others. You will be amazed at how much freedom, abundance and success you can create. So let's live, learn and expand together. Hello, good afternoon everyone and welcome on Unconditionally You podcast. You are listening to episode number 29. So um, last week I have spoken to you about how you are not responsible for people's tantrums <laughs> and hopefully it helps you also see what you are responsible for in relationships and in situation. And at the start of that podcast episode, I have mentioned um, a bit of a concept that, you know, I've called this yes, this yes job. And the idea being that we have a limited amount of energy and time every single day that we can use. And the same with our yeses and with our no's, you know, kind of our decisions. And how we're going to use them matters because the way we're going to use our energy, our time, our yeses is how we're going to experience our life, right? And what we're going to create and how the life that we're going to live ultimately live. And what I wanted to dive more into today was not as much the that concept because I think it's fairly self-explanatory but rather how do you um, really make the most of that concept for you and how does it show up when you do not and the way I could see it show up for me uh, when you know that limited amount of energy of time of yes that I have in a day is not used for me is when I am on autopilot is when I am drifting through my days and sometimes for my weeks, sometimes for my month. <laughs> and unfortunately, what I've also experienced is sometimes through years. And I really want to help you in that episode to stop drifting through your life, to stop going onto an autopilot. And it is easier than you think. It might feel like a, a big chunk that you don't know whether you're going to be capable of changing. But believe me, I have done it for myself. I have done it with clients and it is easier than you think. So I will try to make it as um, easy for you to understand and give you practical questions so that you can apply it to yourself. So right, let's start at the beginning first. So I was mentioning, you know, how we, um, how you might feel or how, or how I have felt um, in the past that I have been spending a lot of time on autopilot, going from one place to the other every day without necessarily realizing how we got there, without, you know, being fully present in what, what we are doing or with the people that we are with at that mo at that moment and that definitely includes ourselves i really see that we can easily drift through life 
without really asking ourselves, do I like what I'm doing? Am I growing? Do I know where I'm going? What actually matters to me? What gets me excited? You know, all of those questions that you will definitely not ask yourself when you're on autopilot. <laughs> you need to step out of, of the um, automatic modes to consciously ask yourself those questions. And I, I want to help you understand why we do that, why we go so easily on autopilot. Because I, I believe that part of it is really helpful. You know, when we go on autopilot for some part of our life, and part of it is actually what makes us feel that we are drifting through life and that we are not the leaders and not the owner of our life. And therefore, we're also not, we're not responsible for what's happening in our life or has happened in our life. And we don't have the power to change it. I want to help you get that power back. <laughs> so why do we do that? Why do we go on autopilot? Because we are human beings with what I love to call a toddler brain, most, most, mostly known as um, your primal brain or your primitive brain um, in literature. And to give you an idea that toddler brain is kind of the one saying, I want to rest, I want candies and right now. <laughs> and on the other end, you almost have, you know, like your your more wise, wise part of your brain, the long-term brain, which is more thinking something like, at the end of it, it will be all worth it. See, so we have constantly those two brains, your toddler brain, and then kind of your, your wise, you know, older type of brain. And the key here is to understand that the one who is in charge in your daily autopilot life is your toddler brain. He is the one doing the piloting without you noticing. And what he wants more than anything else is to find the past of least resistance. So low effort, high pleasure and reward right now and no danger, no threat or pain. That's the, last, the path to least resistance. The way then that shows up and how it turns into, it turns into you repeating what you have always done. Yeah, i.e. the lowest effort. You trying to avoid pain or distress, like emotional and physical pain. And you seeking to feel satisfied, reassured and cuddled up right now. So that is not just what one person does. It is, it is not just what you do, being on autopilot. And you know, you might be thinking I am the exception to the rule. It is the rule. <laughs> Going on autopilot, being led by our toddler brain who is seeking for the past of least resistance is the rule because it is how our brain has been wired. Because if you think of it, it is, it is how it helps us keep a low risk profile in our life. And that's what we needed, right? When like 
thousand, hundred thousand years ago, when we're cavemen, we needed that lower risk profile so that it enables us to survive. So part of that, you know, that part of our brain is actually really helpful because it has helped us to survive and to evolve as a species. From my perspective, where it comes a bit more um, tricky, it's when it takes over all the areas of your life. And that is what happens if you don't stop it, if you don't catch it, notice it, and then course correct. So please don't beat yourself up if you recognize yourself in there. And also stop believing that you know, other people don't feel that. Other people don't don't have these autopilots or don't fall for the watching a lot of TV and alcohol or sex or eating a lot of food to feel better right now. Because they all seem just super happy and to have it all together all of the time. Believe me, they do. They're just better to cover it up or they don't share it the same way. Or the other option is that they've done the work that we're going to do today, which means that they're actually taking time to consciously live differently on the part of their lives that matters to them. Which is what I want to help you do in a safe and easy way so that your toddler brain <laughs> doesn't freak out and throw you a tantrum. So now I'd love to go into why you would want to change, right? Because I've explained you a bit more of why, why, you, um, why we all go on autopilot, more or less time in our life, <laughs> based on you know, how conscious we are about it. But why would you want to change that? And that's the first question, right? If you're going to go against what your brain naturally does, you can expect it's going to require you energy that your brain is trying to avoid you spending. So you like the more you, you're clear on the reason that you want to try differently and living more consciously, the easier it's going to get. And the reasons for you to change are going to be really personal to you. You're going to find them in the aspects of your life that you're not satisfied with, that you're not happy with, and in how you feel a lot of the time. I know that for me, what I notice is that I really like some autopilots on things that don't matter to me that much and that I know how to do because it helps me save energy, right? Like, you know, having my shower, brushing my teeth, getting dressed, makeup, some task at work. Well, less now that I have my new business because every day is all learning pretty much. But before, when I used to be, you know, like super comfortable in my, in my jobs, then there was also a part of that job that I could do on autopilot. Because that then helps me have available energy. Remember, we have limited amount of energy every day have that available energy for what really mattered for me in my life. For the aspects of my life that I want to feel consciously in charge of. So for me, the areas of my life that really matter is the one I mentioned, you know, how I, how I am with my kids as a mom, how I show up for my family, for my friends, 
how I show up in my business and to my clients, my diet, my health, how I show up for myself, so my self-care. You know, all of these areas really matter for me and that's where I want to be conscious and aware of what I do and what I don't do. And that's for these areas that I want to use my wise brain for, you know, the prefrontal cortex that helps us think long-term. Because if I don't, as you've noticed, my toddler brain will do everything to avoid changes, to repeat the past, to repeat what I know how to do, and to avoid doing anything new. My toddler brain is going to help me very efficiently avoid taking any risk, convince me that I should not meet new people for my business, that I should not dream being is too risky, that you know watching three more episodes of Netflix is not such a big deal, and it's also going to convince me that eating the whole tub of ice cream is also not a big deal. It's not, also not a big deal. Yeah, I want my wise brain to be in charge in the areas of my life that matter, because that's when I can actually live the life that I really want to live. Your wise brain is going to help you challenge the status quo for your life. And don't get me wrong, in my mind, there is nothing right or wrong with any lifestyle. You know, if you decide to be on autopilot of your life, if you want to be intentional, if you want to be super focused, keep up with your routine, there's nothing wrong with it, as long as you do it consciously. That's, for me, the main difference. So now, what I would love to help you is to um, ask you four simply and yet really powerful questions to help you move from autopilot to intentional living in the area of your life that matter to you. And then help you decide if it's, you know, what you want to do. So take your time with it, yeah? Take your time with the questions I'm going to ask you and write it down as much as you can because you're going to want to go back to it. So the first question that I really like to ask myself and a lot of the times when I feel stuck, that's what I do. I take myself to a future, yeah? To a future me, to like in five years or in 10 years. I like, I like 10 years. It feels like long enough to make big changes. So ask yourself that question. If I keep up with that routine, that lifestyle, where will I be in 10 years' time? Will I like it? And will I want to be there? So really try and project yourself because you know it. Most likely the routine you've been in now, you've experienced it for a few years. So like project yourself, visualize it. In 10 years, you keep doing the same thing. What results are you going to get? What your life is going to look like? How, how will you be? What will you have built? How will you feel? And do you like that version of your life? Do you like that version of you? And really the first word of caution there is give yourself that gift to truly and honestly answer that question. Take full responsibility of answering that question honestly for you because no one else will do it for you. But you will be the one who will feel the impact of not being honest with yourself in 10 years. You will be the one who will say, oh, I wish I'd done that differently 10 years ago. I wish I'd made that decision. I wish I'd been honest. And that's when, you know, you have regrets, you have uh, frustration, you have resentment, etc., of yourself. So whether it's a yes or a no, 
really, you know, whether you would like the version of you in 10 years, whether that's a yes or a no, you do not have to do anything about it right now or even at all. You get to decide what you do about it. You know, it's just, it's another decision. So take it one step at a time. First, you answer that question and then you will decide whether you want to do something about it. Just recognizing what is and how you feel, how you live your life and how you behave is already enough and such a relief. And I'm spending some time here because for me, being honest with myself has been the hardest part a few years ago. Before I did all of my life changes, I had I really hadn't realized how much um, and not truthful or not honest I was actually with myself, with how I felt. I know that I had been um, had been used to not telling myself the truth for so long because I was afraid that if I would acknowledge that I wasn't happy, that I didn't feel fulfilled in my career or that I didn't know where I was going or how I react to my kids, I was worried that, you know, knowing the truth meant that I needed to do something about it. And I had no clue what I wanted to do about it. I don't, I didn't know how to solve it either. So it felt very uh, intimidating and scary actually to tell myself the truth. So make a promise to yourself that you won't force yourself to try and solve it right now. And you don't have to share it with anybody. It's just for you. It's just for you to know. Yeah, you simply want to know you. Once you've told yourself the truth, the yes, oh no, I want to be that version in 10 years, take as long as you need to hear that news. You know, like when someone has a bad news, a diagnostic, something that's gone really wrong in their life, the best thing they can do is to take some time to absorb it, to let sink in before making another decision. Once you've done that, then you decide what you want to do about it. And you will know if you're telling yourself the truth because you will feel that sense of relief and lightness and you will feel so much more hopeful. Whereas I found that when I used to like lie to myself unconsciously, it felt really heavy. You know, like if you had a, a heavy weight on your shoulder that you're carrying with you everywhere, uh, it was really like, inhibiting me from moving, from thinking and living properly. So that's the second part, right? After you have answered that first question, if you feel that relieved, great. I'm really pleased for you. If you still feel agitated and you kind of want to move on to the next question quite quickly, really step back and don't let your toddler brain just trying to protect you and go on autopilot there. Just step back and try to spend that time for you to really dig into your own truth. So the next question now, when you know, if for example, the question is, the, the answer to your question is, no, I, I don't want to be that version of myself. I don't want to be that, I don't want to live in that version of my life in 10 years by going on autopilot, then answer the question, why not? Why is it that you wouldn't want to be experiencing, to be living, to be feeling 10 years from now? Look at it from, you know, your professional life, your career, your health, your family, community. Try to be as specific as possible 
and as descriptive as possible in, in each areas. There is an incredible amount of gold here because that's where you're going to really understand what you like, what you value, what you want for yourself, what you don't want for yourself and where you'd like to go. That question is, is so, so important. Then the fourth question is, if it's not that that you want to do, what would you like to do instead in 10 years? Yeah, you take the same areas for your life and you ask yourself that question. If you feel yourself resisting to find an answer there and trying to go on autopilot, like, I don't know, it's okay. Just let it be. Yeah, let it rest for a moment. There's no rush and go back to it another day. Because when you find out it's not a magic formula, yeah, when you have this idea of where you want to get to in 10 years, you're not suddenly going to be there anyway. So you're not, you know, a week is not going to change anything. And all of your answers are right here. Yeah, you have them all. When you have that direction for in 10 years, they are like the coordinates that you can put into your GPS. And that is amazing. You get that clarity for yourself because you was vulnerable enough to tell yourself the truth. Now that you know where you want to get to, the last question is, do you want to do something about it? Because it is a choice. And again, you don't have to answer that question right now. There is no right or wrong answer. It won't make you a bad, lazy or coward person if you answer no to that question. It will simply make you a human. And I'm a firm believer that we come making, we come making changes in your life when we are ready for them. So if right now the answer to the question is, do I want to change and stop being an autopilot on some areas of my life? If the answer is no, simply means that right now you're not ready to commit to change. And that's it. And it's okay. It will come. Your brain simply needs more time to process all of the information and make new connections. I'm 100% sure if you're meant for it, it will come. It will come to you and you will come to it. We just all have different timings. So your only rule here is going to be to ask yourself that question again. You know, in one month, in three months, in a year, however long you want, you decide. So if you feel like you are ready right now to change and to make changes and you can commit to stop doing autopilot on some areas of your life pick one area of your life and plan for how you could get there where you could start and take one small step at a time each day or each week or even each month the speed doesn't matter just the direction and the intention and if you want further help to go through that process at you know, whatever step you feel stuck, unsure, unclear, please do reach out because that's exactly what I do with my clients and what I help them with in my six-month coaching program. So understand what resistance they have to this change. Help them make peace with it to be able to move forward so that their dreams, ten year, that 10 years vision becomes their reality. So in summary, Changing, evolving, moving away from the status quo is simple, but it's not easy. Otherwise, everybody will do it because it means we overcome our own safety mechanism, our own protection mechanism that our toddler brain has been very, very much used to put in place. 
And by telling ourselves the truth, by being vulnerable to try new things and failing and keep going, that's how you're going to change that status quo. And that's what life is all about. Achieving what you truly dream of and feeling so sure about what you are doing, feeling the pain of growth that you are going through. That's amazing. I really wish that for you. I'd love to help you. So if you want to do it as well and need some help, do reach out. I hope that was helpful, this episode. I am here for you for any questions, for any comments. Uh, either you can leave them on my social medias at Alex Wheeler Coaching, or feel free to drop me an email if you want to further reach out um, for coaching on alexwheeler.coaching at gmail.com. I'd love to be there with you and for you. Have a lovely rest of your week, everyone, and take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed it, feel free to subscribe and rate it as I will release a new episode every week on Thursday. And if you are ready for a change in your life and want to discover how you could transform your life as well by being unconditionally you, then you have to get in touch with me via LinkedIn at Alex Wheeler or Instagram at Alex Wheeler Coaching. The direct links will be in the show notes. I will speak to you next week. And until then, go live, learn and expand by being unconditionally you. Bye-bye.